Excuse me, Reynold. <laughs> Reynold, you are not invited to this podcast. Sorry. Reynold, I thought that squeaker was broken. Yeah, if you don't stop the if you don't stop, then you're gonna be the one broken. Why is he so hype right now? Stop it, you stupid Sheila. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh this is we're off to a good start right yes <laughs> wow i guess i should start before this gets too out of control <laughs> hi thanks for coming hey girl thanks for coming oh, <laughs> well good day good day good day and thanks for coming everybody that lives down under or something. My name is Seth. What's yours? <laughs> Hello, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, back, back again to another brand new episode of Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast there ever was. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you the most exciting and in-depth coverage of Drag Race Down Under. <laughs> You shady heifer. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, it's something. Couldn't it's you something. tell I was excited? <laughs> I could so tell. You're, it's the bursting with excitement. There's this is so much happening on this season. I feel like there needs to be like daily podcast about Down Under. This is the pinnacle of my week. No, so. she didn't say daily. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. Who's doing that? Oh. Stoney just signed up to edit daily podcast. Woohoo! Sorry. You heard it here. I'm hiring someone to do it. Oh, work. That's fine. If you got that coin, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you haven't been paying anybody to do it yet. Like, you could have just started that. So, me and Jamal did not have to edit podcasts, but whatever. <laughs> Hello? My bad. I wow. See. I see how you move in these streets. Rude. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you all. How has everyone been this week? No complaints here. It was. It started off a little rocky and indie since the last time we recorded. It was very like gross and wet and moist, and I don't like doing like outside chores when it's moist. It's just squishy and gross and Ew. not my tea. So the past few days have been great because it's been sunny and nice and warm, and I can go on walks and do yard chores without feeling like I'm walking in a sinking graveyard. Yeah, we've officially entered summer here in Indiana. Um, so we went from like super cold, freezing temperatures to like straight up like <laughs> southern Georgia weather. <laughs> yeah, it's like been it got up to 97 one day this week and I just wanted to kill myself. <laughs> oh, oh, trigger shit. warning. I mean, 97? Yeah, I was in, like, this is Portland? the worst. Yeah, and humid too. And I was like... This is the worst. This is the worst. Turn on the air conditioner and hide in my room and have a fan on. I strongly dislike the cold. <laughs> so whenever the summer comes, I do my best not to complain about the heat. But the um, humidity bomb definitely went off. And my skin is yeah. always popping in the summer. So it's I love it. Yeah, girl, that glow that you see in the summer, it's not me radiating. <laughs> it's the sweat, baby. <laughs> it's the heat. It's the heat, honey. <laughs> it's just my natural aura coming through. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you over here, it's, it's 100% sweat. <laughs> I hate the summer. <laughs> but yeah, I can't complain otherwise. It's been a decent week. Yes, girl. 
Is anything exciting happening with you, Stony? You playing any new video games? <laughs> um, nothing really major to report. I'm just waiting for E3 next week, or I think it's next week. Um, so I'm getting excited for that. Like, what is E3? E3 is like the gamers conference, so like all the video game announcements happen. So yeah, get into it. Yes, girl. Is this when they're gonna announce like? The super duper switch. That's the rumor, but we don't know because Nintendo is always just very, like, very like whimsical. They just do whatever they want. <gasps> whimsy. Top circle. We love whimsy. Top yeah. secret. Not. <laughs> it's like the circle. Stony. Stony will be getting the new switch. I don't play enough video games to yeah. justify getting a switch. I play Mario Kart and Splatoon, y'all. That's literally it. I try with other games. Well, I'm actually playing Pokemon Snap. Um, that's a happy note. Stony just beat Resident Evil, and they had some scary things in there. I've been playing a new game on my Switch lately. I've been playing FIFA 2021. I like. Oh, is that oh. a sports game? That's soccer. Oh, football. <laughs> I'm not really like that good at the controls yet. It's very like touch <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> so, but but I did win my first game. So, woohoo! Nice. Well, you're better than me. That always nice. like scared me about the sports games because they're so like involved with the buttons and i have no idea what's going on yeah i have so, all good for you i have all my <laughs> soccer players wearing the target uh pride suits oh, fuck. oh. yeah cool <laughs> it's it's june girl it's pride month happy pride work <laughs> happy pride everybody here's your required wearing <laughs> damn uh, we should have started the tfc twitch channel so we can watch the pride football team yeah girl it's it's popping over here <laughs> um yeah i don't know uh, not too much is happening over here i last week i watched um a really cool documentary or maybe it's two weeks ago now but um i didn't talk about it last week because we had like a lot going on or something but um i just wanted to say that it was really cool i watched this documentary called the glamour and the squalor and it's about this um dj that is was um well, prominently, he his like kind of came up in Seattle, and mm-hmm. so like he was like one of the main reasons like why a lot of the grunge bands got um, got popular and stuff because he like they wouldn't play a lot of that kind of music on the radio like the alternative stuff. Oh wow! So he was giving them their first spins. Yeah, so he was there in like oh. you know the late eighties, early nineties, playing all the good tunes, and he's gay. Where did you um, watch this? Um, I purchased this off of Amazon Video. It was like okay. three or four dollars. I would buy that oh. and watch it. That's totally up our alley. Yeah, it was really cool. And just like to see um, like all the interactions and stuff. And he was like saying like how um, Kurt Cobain was like really supportive of him be- when he found out that he was gay and stuff like that. Because, you know, of course, Kurt Cobain was such a supporter of the LGBT community and um so i don't know it was just like really cool and like uh i guess like the pearl jam like leaked one of their albums to him to play on the radio or something there was like this whole big <laughs> drama wow um, but yeah so i don't know it was really interesting you know he also had like um addiction issues as well so that's part of the story so um just to warn you guys if that's a sensitive matter for you to watch um, it's not like graphic or anything like that, but it's just interesting to see the struggle and to see where he is now. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Like I could 
like relate to him in a lot of ways not like with the addiction necessarily but like with like really being like involved in the music and kind of like feeling like the uh like you don't fit into like the gay community a little bit you know you're kind of on the fringe or whatever so i don't know it's just really interesting i love that title too like what a nice way to sum up an experience yeah because i mean there's lots of glamour and then lots of squalor when you're in your like (laughs) drug state taking yeah maybe nice is the wrong word what an accurate way to sum it up (laughs) <laughs> yes 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 so i don't know I, I just wanted to put that out there you guys know i like watching the queer media so if any of you are interested in watching a queer entertainment i would suggest that movie go support yes we'll do yes bitch all right so we actually have a little bit of an update to one of our ongoing stories <laughs> here uh so <laughs> i will let uh stony go ahead and take and sh- take control as he is the one that broke the story. Yes, girl. There is some scamming going on in the streets. Oh, shit. Uh, it's not pretty. Hide your wallets, hide your cards. <laughs> so being in the gay community, everyone knows like corporations are definitely just capitalizing off of like gay people. And it's pride month. It's pride month. So we're going to like, ex- like show off all of our pride merch and make sure that everyone buys it and spends or make sure that all of our money is being spent. Um, and that is not exclusive just, or just to um, corporations. It's also including our own community such as Tamisha Aman. Oh. (laughs) And before we dive into it, definitely um, go check out. I was a guest on the thanks. I hate it podcast where we talked about the kind of capitalization of pride with across corporations, but back to miss Tamisha. Yeah. So there's a couple things going on here. So first of all, my like Twitter feed was just flooded with Tamisha Aman news the past like day and a half (laughs) read all about it breaking news everybody breaking news flooding flooding is correct yeah it was just a lot like so first off she released like some pride merch so like some rainbow colored shoes rainbow shirts and then she also had like some trans uh flag shoes and like trans flag shirts and like in her tweets, I don't think I actually have the tweet up here, but basically she was basically saying like, um, she was like promoting this, the trans shoes. And then like some of the fans were asking her basically about like, would any of this be like, uh, like proceeds be donated to like trans organizations to like help out the trans community. And she was basically like saying like, girl, bye, like, fuck you. I'm blocking you (laughs) and like all of this stuff. Like, I just don't understand. Like, was that her like (laughs) initial response off the jump or were people like trolling her? I mean, I think there was probably some trolling involved. I mean, we are talking about the drag race fan base. Like we're very like toxic online, but like that is not how you respond to that question, girl. Right. That sounds like the Trinity, the tuck method. I'm like, why can't you just say if you're donating or not? Like, it's a yes or no question, girl. Like, people just want to know. It's a yes or no question. You could say no, and these hoes will still buy your shit. Right. Yeah. Just, it's a yes or no question, and you're representing, you're putting a community's kind of branding on your product. Does Miss Tamisha Yaman identify as trans? No, I don't, I don't believe so. 
Not to my knowledge. Okay. Well, see, there's that too. Why are we selling trans shoes if we're not part of well, the trans community and, I mean, and we're not delivering them right. on time? And I guess I, I don't know. My take on it is like, that's fine, I guess, if you want to. But like, yeah. to me, like if it's trans, if it's not your own like community, I feel like you should at least be like donating some of the proceeds or yeah. like... I don't know to say just like fuck off like that seems like not (laughs) I mean that's how I feel I'm like you don't have to be a trans person to sell trans um, representative things I think that's fine you don't have to be those things to sell those things but also I would feel more of a responsibility to make sure I'm getting it right if I was like a cis gay male um coming out and trying to sell like trans tfc t-shirts like i would want i would feel such a responsibility to make sure i did this community correct that's actually (laughs) a really good idea like if we put like the pink and uh blue stripes instead of our rainbow ones oh that is really cute that would be cute copyright we're gonna put a pin in this and come back to (laughs) it we're gonna talk to our designer because you don't have yeah <laughs> you know who you are if you're listening because <laughs> um, you don't have to i mean we could sell these uh pr- these trans pride shirts any month of the year because we have right. it all year round not just in june correct yes. absolutely right so so there was that controversy and then the second thing with her was so this person on twitter they're at is shut up heli or hella <laughs> it sounds so like a troll account it's it's helena Rod- rodriguez and it's at shut up h-e-l-e but anyway this person hey did and explaining the tamisha aman scam a thread and posted like six or seven like tweets basically showing where like people have been buying tamisha aman's like merch since january and still have they still have not gotten their merch and they keep like reaching out to tamisha and aman and tamisha's basically like pulling a trinity and being like blocked (laughs) (laughs) or just doesn't answer yeah doesn't answer and then like somebody actually like submitted a thing to the better B- business bureau <laughs> like basically saying you gotta love like, the petty gays girl <laughs> i live bitch because i i'm so quick to threaten your ass with the better business bureau like don't try me where's her yelp girl <laughs> listen i will write a report okay so i believe she's gotten like either like a notice from the better business bureau or something <laughs> and <laughs> And Tamisha basically like posted the notice on Twitter and like basically was saying like the the um, drag race fans are toxic, did not even address the fact that like what is like alleged in this like notice, like didn't even acknowledge anything in that. Just over that. Basically, it was like everyone is toxic, like fuck you, basically. And didn't, didn't in the complaint, didn't they say like she scammed people out of $50,000? <laughs> yes. This is not a good look, listeners. Like, new listeners, you might not know, but in school, I studied public relations as part of my major. This is just all wrong. And she has the wrong people in her corner. This is the part where she needs somebody to take the keyboard away and start responding for her. They had to do this with Donald Trump. This is all bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so two other things. So, I guess allegedly she did a live and somebody like popped up on the live and was like basically like complaining about like how her like network like charged her and like 
she wasn't given access. And then Tamisha Amon basically said, like, fuck you, I'm going to take your credit card and charge an extra thousand dollars. <laughs> and then like ended the live like immediately. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely like that's definitely fraudulent, girl. Yeah. So I don't know. And then also and like you know these queens are recording you. Right. And Tamisha basically attacked the person that started the thread about her scam and said, unfollow me. And, like, go fuck yourself is what she told that person. <laughs> that sounds about right. So, this I don't know. This is not a good look. Yeah, it's just really bad. Like, look, I don't know if a lot of what is being alleged is true or not. We do know that the Drag Race fans are toxic. But I feel like Tamisha Amon needs to do a better job of, like... I don't know, responding to some of this because yes. it just looks really bad because I don't want to buy anything Tamisha Amon no. at this point. No. And I mean, we talk about the toxic fans all the time, but we have to keep in mind, listeners, that there's plenty of reasonable um, people that are fans of Drag Race too. Plenty of reasonable individuals and people who have probably made some of these purchases. So from a business view, like why not let your customers know what's going on and right. be honest about it? Yeah, I don't know, girl. This is all real wild. Um, and I definitely want to talk to Karen from finance about this. <laughs> there's, For sure. Yeah, something's not going right here. I need to talk to the manager. We definitely need to review <laughs> the books. All right, let's go ahead and switch gears. And we will go into our honesty spill of the week where we discuss everything that happened in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. <laughs> honesty. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that happened in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Oh, my gosh, it's the makeover episode, Stoney's favorite. Did you love this episode? <laughs> yeah, it was so amazing. I was, like, dreading, like, Michelle doing anything on this episode. <laughs> and Boy, did Michelle- she not disappoint. <laughs> Yeah, she did a really good job of doing her normal bullshit. Doing Michelle. Um, She also looked very annoyed the whole time, so I don't know what was up with that. I think she had a bad day, girl. Yeah. I think maybe the barrette was bothering her at the top of her head. It might have been too tight of a ponytail. Yeah, she was like, where's my Skamisha Iman shit? I ordered this in January. (laughs) She was waiting for it. And now I'm down under. International shipping takes forever. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to wear it because it's going to my address in America now. Damn it. Um... But yes, so uh, this is uh, a truly wild episode. I feel like there's not too much to talk about other than like the looks and stuff like that. But we'll go yeah. ahead and get into it. Of course, at the top of the show, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, has says shade or whatever away. <laughs> oh, etc. I had mixed feelings, but I mean, it's it's so hard to. I'm trying to like process the season as I watch it, and I don't really feel strongly towards. A lot of the like I don't really feel connected to a lot of them yet. So it was just kind of more like, oh, she's gone. And the ones I do feel connected to with or I, the ones I do feel connected with have been eliminated. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's been hard this season. I don't. That's what I was telling Jamal. I, I was like this season. I feel like nothing has happened. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, we did it, girls. Another episode. We're really yeah. like just going through the motions with this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, girl. I have lots of complaints, but 
I feel like we might get into them around the time where we discuss the elimination and the bottom queens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least they grabbed my attention with the pit crew. Hi, boys. Yes. Hello, number two. <laughs> Coming Damn, to the stage. I should have looked at the numbers. I don't remember the numbers. Number but... two and number seven were my favorites. If anyone oh. wants to go back and look. <laughs> yeah. Man oh. bun was cute. And then whoever had the fucking Yeah, he was number one. two. Oh, that was number yeah. two. Number two is hot. Yeah. And I like the other guy that had the dark hair, which is usually not my type, but I, he was like, there's something about him. He had a good aura Ooh. about him. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So after the elimination, the girls go backstage to recap what happened in last week's episode. There are lots of, uh, there's lots of contention between Queens like Art Simone and Karen from finance with Electra shock. Electra has finally done well in the competition and the rest of the Queens are just not used to it. They're so pressed. Like calm down Queens. Like you don't, this is kind of like what we were telling the fans. Like it doesn't come down to how much, money and glitz and glam that you have when you really get down to the origin of drag like you're on a tv show sure but why shouldn't a queen like electra shock be doing well and why is it expected why shouldn't a queen like her be doing well and why is it expected that she wouldn't be just because oh her eyes might not be as snatched as yours this week but mind you one of you are already eliminated and brought back because of pure favoritism right it's all those haters with that illuminati mess Mm-hmm. I know like Electra <laughs> is honestly the one Bloop. queen that I'm like really rooting for because um, I don't know like she's, we like an underdog yeah like she's the only one that's like not being like a total bitch right now yeah and she's likable like, <laughs> right so it's like okay now I'm rooting for Electra and you better leave her the hell alone yeah. Well, at this point, I'm I'm rooting for the Kiwis, uh, Electra and uh, and Kitamine. You guys know my love for Kitamine. I've said it every oh, episode. Yeah. She turned it this. She turned it this episode. She did. But um. But yeah. So uh, let's see. Electra also has a big vendetta against Scarlet, and this seems like the week where we where there will be a showdown. She is the lip sync assassin and is willing to even be in the bottom, even if she gets to lip sync Scarlet <laughs> out of the competition. Ooh, that's real right there. She's like, let me walk this walk. <laughs> we love a willing bottom. Ooh. Yes. yes. Ooh. Ow. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was like, I kind of, I'm kind of living for this vendetta because I like am ready for Scarlet to go home, especially after what was discussed on last week's episode. Uh-huh. So I'm just, I was just kind of like hoping she would get eliminated this episode. So I was like, all right, like I guess we'll be seeing this uh, Scarlet and Electra lip sync later. I'm also such a fan of like the people just being able to go toe to toe with each other because some of these queens, like a Karen or an Art, might not expect a queen like Electra, you know, in their view, a queen like Electra to come back at them. And I like that she's kind of always stood up for herself and drew that line like, hey, I'm here for a reason too. And that's so good for like a lot of viewers who might not feel that confidence or might not feel as confident on a daily basis. It's like you can go out here and slay too. Fuck what those hoes think. Yeah. Fuck those hoes. Fuck those hoes. <laughs> Oh, fuck those hosts. I don't know. <laughs> All right. TFC single. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark, copyright. Watch out, Frog Destroyers. Ooh, coming w- for you. Watch out, United King Dolls. 
<laughs> All right. Anyways, so for this week's mini challenge, a whole buffet of men walk into the workroom for a uniquely titled game, Whatcha Packin' Down Under? The queens have to guess what stuffed animals are in the men's pants. Not going to lie. I was hoping one of those stuffed animals fell and we could see what was really behind the Uh-oh. cotton. Oh, no. <laughs> the- oh everything's off now did you see how they like they thought about this shit though because they were like let's make briefs specifically to stuff the stuffed animals in yeah <laughs> to make Probably it look so like big yes a bulge energy <laughs> Yes, huge bulge, but also probably to make sure that they're not falling all over the place. Girl, yes. the one with the flamingo, like, that was truly the reveal of the, the mini <laughs> challenge. I was like, how did you get all that shit in there without it being so obvious? Tucking queen, okay? You know yes. he tucked that flamingo girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is a reveal, like, finally. Holy shit, that's a sticker right there. You know he tucked that flamingo. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know. This was just kind of like one of those episodes where you get to like oogle the guys, the hot guys, like we said, number two and number seven. <laughs> I I mean, they were all pretty cute in their own ways, but those were my favorites. Yeah. Everybody was a snack for sure. Yes, girl. Um, so yeah, they just were kind of like giving clues and then uh, you would get points based on like how quickly you could guess the animal. And then at the end with, uh, no verification, RuPaul, uh, so we can't stop the steal. RuPaul did <laughs> say that we had a winner, but of course we can't prove it. But uh, this week's winner is Maxi Shield. Good job, Maxi. Yes. It looked, you know, Maxi's excitement and eyes when that pit crew came in. I knew she was going to do a good job. Yeah, girl. They were like, <laughs> let's give this dog a bone. It's her time. <laughs> um, so for this week's maxi challenge, the girls will be findling. <laughs> findling. Is that a Findling's. word? <laughs> it is now. I've literally never heard of that. How did that come out? <laughs> this week we'll be findling. So <laughs> let me try this again. I'm like so like shook right now. Um <laughs> so for this week's maxi challenge the girls will be finding their family resemblance with the falcons rugby team that's right it's time for a makeover Woo! and it's post-covid so um we're seeing them get to bring in others to do the makeover on instead of each other well they also Not did really well with covid um yeah. down there in australia <laughs> that's the better way to say it like we're not post covid yet and they just had their shit together yeah and i think they were filming also in new zealand which was like ultra like amazing yeah okay. there was like they one were... case ever or something like yeah that. they didn't even have a pandemic they were just like yeah we're we're fine over here yeah we're good not job, fucking Donna idiots Hunter. yeah good job <laughs> fuck you america <laughs> <laughs> for real yikes oh gosh so because maxi shield won the mini ch- or yeah the mini challenge she gets to assign the locks to the keys get it because it's a rugby reference i don't that know went right over my head i tried cute. i don't know <laughs> a couple of the players said they were locks i don't know what that means but i'm using it somebody listening knows yeah if you rate the pun one to 10, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks in advance. Yes, girl. So Maxi Shield, she does a pretty fair job of matching up the rugby players with the queens. There doesn't seem to be really anything too shady going on here, except for maybe giving the dad to um, Art Simone, but she deserves it. So, 
she deserves a challenge, right? She's a, a queen of a certain caliber. Yeah, she should have gotten that. Art did not get the the dad. She got the cute twink. I forget who got the dad, but it seemed kind of shady. Maybe Scarlet got the dad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Scarlet got the one that was like basically he was, he was the man, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Where it was like very strong he was a facial, man. very strong facial features. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to correct myself because I didn't want to look be out here looking like a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> well. Here we are. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> so, yes, girl. Uh, then uh, the girls, they just kind of sit down and get to know their partners and just chit chat. Um, have you ever walked in heels before? Have you ever <laughs> done drag? It's like, were they required to ask these questions or is that generally just what they wanted to know? Well, they're like, of course not, bitch. That's why we're doing this fucking makeover. I think well, one of the guys was actually gay, though. Oh. The, There's the guy a with couple. The, big beard, the bald guy with the beard. Wasn't there, like, weren't there oh, partners yeah. up there? Yeah, because he was, like, my the subculture, because we asked him about, yeah. like, his beard. He's Wait. Because like, I'm, a, I'm a bear. The other two they're, are dating? Yeah, that's a gay rugby team. I think team. it is a gay rugby team. They're all what? gay. Yeah. Okay, well, it got lost <laughs> in the sauce, y'all. <laughs> Because Kita's partner <laughs> and um, Scarlett's partner are partners. <laughs> yeah. Insert Priyanka. Just be this? gay. <laughs> it shows how much pain. It th- We're all paying attention in different spots. This is why we have a show. My gosh. Well, we have a <laughs> fairy football team on this week's episode. Whatever. That's right. Get Sorry. That was not explicitly said, so I feel deceived, but rugby is a very like hands-on sport too. So, get into the um imagination of it all. Yes, girl. And so this <laughs> actually kind of makes more sense because they were actually like super gung-ho and ready to wear heels and try walking in them <laughs> and stuff like that. And I was like, "Wow, look at these straight men. They're so brave." I think you like totally missed it because I'm positive RuPaul said twice it was like a gay rugby team. Yeah, they're definitely all gay. Sometimes I tune RuPaul out. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) Fair. So I don't know. So this is all starting to make more sense now. Um, (laughs) Seth's notes have taken a fierce turn. Yeah, this this is clearing a lot up for me. So I'm glad we're doing this podcast. (laughs) I know someone out there is confused just like I was. <laughs> I know it. I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yes. Um, I just wanted to ask Stoney and Jamal, was there anything that you wanted to talk about or point out that happened while they were getting ready for the runway? Um, not anything too specific. I do like seeing the moments where they connect. And, of course, with it being a room full of queer people, it's a little easier to do that and pull it out. Because when you do have the... Um, hetero or you know cis men or women getting into drag it's a little it's a new experience for them because this is like out of their world it's new for even some queer people um i've never been in drag but um we're more open to trying because this is like you know our in quotes family so i just like seeing like a lecture connect with her partner and maxi and um their partner kind of talking about the beard and what that meant for them and them being yeah. willing to shave it for maxi I like I like that a lot. I liked when Art told her partner to go shut the fuck up and sit in the corner until she was ready to talk to her. Art was fully into Art. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. I was like, wow, you go Art, teamwork. I'm waiting for her brows to dry. Like, 
can you chat I mean, up your partner a little bit? Like yours is just sitting there probably wanting to go to someone else's mirror. There's like the B-roll of like the partner feeling the <laughs> eyebrows and it's just completely dried. <laughs> I'm sure they talked and stuff, but the editing made it look like art was just beating that face. <laughs> what partner? <laughs> Wait, this is partners? Oh, we're on a team? <laughs> what? I thought he was just here for moral support. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess I'll beat this person real quick like and make their makeup look not great. I don't know. I feel like the the workroom part of this was just like so uninspiring for me. <gasps> um, well, that's why I asked you like if there's anything you wanted to bring up because I felt like there's really nothing to talk about. There's yeah, not much. There's not much. Like I don't know what's going on like people are not this boring in real life. Like this edit <laughs> is just so like Ah! you know what i mean like ah! surely to god there's something else we could like show oh my gosh <laughs> that's a great quote people are not this boring in real life <laughs> holy shit i'm just sitting here thinking if i can overlay like the explosion sound effect with yeah, the shade girl. rattle oh my gosh that was is there great. an ex- shade explosion <laughs> for like, real wow. like i'm just like i've never been so uninspired by the family resemblance challenge whoa <laughs> Wow, strong words here, Stony. I mean, you both said it. There's not much to grab, and I mean, I like seeing those moments, but there's not really any depth well, think that I picked it. up on we besides have, the normal shit we hear. We always have that moment where that one queen or that one the regular shit we hear. that one straight person or the one person that they're doing up like they do a total transformation and they like putting on the wig in the mirror and you're like, Oh my God. Look at that. That didn't happen this episode. I guess they (laughs) didn't do the face reveals. They usually do do that in the um, makeover challenges. They show the reactions. Yeah. 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 Maybe that was an element they should have left in. Yeah. And then there's always the one queen who's like, "Um, I'll, I'll take out my nipple rings if you need me to. And, (laughs) By the way, I killed Judy Garland. And you're like, what? (laughs) You're like, wait, what? You're like, it's fine. Like, you can probably just keep this to yourself. And I have to say, too, like, this is not, in my opinion, it's not any fault of the queens because having a bunch of cameras and shit in your face already has to be, like, a wild experience. But come on now, Drag Race. Can we, like, leave a, a... random worksheet out on the table like you know talking points <laughs> something does rupaul need to pop in while they're getting ready does one yeah. of the judges something was needed here like a, t- a table talk or something because we weren't getting it while yeah. they were getting ready yeah there were no table visits and but one thing i did really like was when they uh when the rugby players were shading art they were like why does she have such a bad attitude <laughs> i mean they picked up i mean you can tell when people are like being snarky maybe you can't some are better at it than others i will say but art's personality can definitely read that way i could totally see it yeah definitely all right you all let's go ahead and take a quick little break here and then when we come back we'll talk about the family reservance resemblance we're we're gonna find lean the resemblance and i'm gonna learn how to talk I'm finally going to go on a break. Okay, break time. Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. 
Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. We are back, everybody, to our Honesty Spill of the Week, where the category of the runway this week is family resemblance, or maybe more appropriately, two Sheilas in a pouch. Two Sheilas in a pouch. I like it. I'm just saying you could have used that instead to be more creative. (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and discuss these looks, starting with ketamine and Fetamine. <laughs> this was cute. Um, yes, Michelle Visage, it's kind of like just the bodysuit, but also it's not just the bodysuit because there's character and the styling. Like I, I like the hair and the makeup was fierce on both of them. The um, reveal was fun on both of them. I like the kind of play with patterns as well. That's a different approach and um, it's a well-received approach, I should say, stylistically. Yes, I love this look. I thought... Both of them were so fun on the runway. I think a lot of times on the family resemblance, a lot of times it's about like the energy and what you bring out on the runway. Mm -hmm. And they definitely brought the most energy and the most fun, in my opinion. And I thought the looks were like awesome. It was a really good idea. Um, Yes, Michelle, like stripes and polka dots, their family (laughs) resemblance. Get into it. This is in her color palette, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Michelle can't say anything bad about this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree this was definitely like my favorite pair not only for the looks but because of the attitude and i really enjoyed what they were serving oh yeah you can tell that they're um kiddos um kita i keep saying their name differently every episode i'm sorry queen (laughs) um you can tell their partner was just having a good time too and that's what you want to see as a viewer and the name was fun too Mm fetamine yes girl all right, next we have Electra Shock and her partner. <laughs> I thought that this was a safe look for sure. I was curious where what direction Electra was going on when I was seeing the base of the makeup being applied. But um, I thought it was fun. You know, it's cute. Definitely safe. I can see Electra taking risks. And I think that we want to see that from a queen on Drag Race. Yeah, I thought this was really good, actually. I really enjoyed the look. I thought it was kind of thinking outside of the box, something different. It wasn't just like some boring-ass shit that like Scarlett Adams would have done. <laughs> um, so I thought it was really good. I don't really see what Michelle was saying about the makeup. I guess I could see it a little bit around the eyes, but I think Michelle was being too critical of it. Yeah, okay. So this is, this is my main gripe yeah. for the runway. What the fuck? Michelle (laughs) in my notes it was I just literally this is my notes Michelle is so dumb why is she reading Electra and her partner (laughs) I was low-key annoyed because I'm like I don't see nothing wrong I mean of course like if you're looking for something you're gonna find something and that's the judge's job I guess but I thought it was a little picky yes girl on national television they looked fine just fine. so 
I was like, I was like, they're going to be safe. But then I was like, they're, but then like once they had them all lined up, I'm like, they don't like these like alien type looks usually. So I feel like this is either going to be like a safe look or they're going to like read her for it. And of course, Michelle tried to read her and everyone else was like, no, Michelle. Although they loved the alien whenever it was fucking candy muse and her stupid look <laughs> her like, fucking stuffed animal yeah yeah i don't know what that was <laughs> still i don't know yeah and like this was good like they put on a good story they had like dances like choreographed like ideas for the runway and like to me like this was like probably like one of my second favorites like under kidda agreed i liked it i i definitely liked it the next group we have here is maxi shield and her partner I did actually think that this was cute. I had a sinking feeling they would be in trouble, though, just for um, I noticed the bra. And even when I noticed that walk them walking away, it's like, oh, that's like little, you know, people's garments might show if they're moving in their fucking clothing. But um, I was more worried about there not being any hair because with it being RuPaul's Ooh. Drag Race, they want to see like drag it up like you're at the spa, but make it drag like. I knew that they were going to say something about not seeing hair just because of the way it was styled. They were like baby dolls, right? Like with the raggedy Ann hair. I, yeah, I thought it was just like a cute turban. I don't know. You could be right though. I I could be way wrong. I just thought it was a cute head wrap situation. I don't situation. know. I mean, this was fine, I guess. Like it does look like hair. With it was, it was just kind of basic. Like, Mm-hmm. I, it's just kind of the same thing with like Scarlett Adams. It was just like you're just basically like putting on this like basic ass thing and calling it a day. So for me, like it was just basic. I didn't think it was bad, but it just a little boring. I almost feel like they should have gone with a different color palette, like make it something a little more sultry. And then that would have sold a little better to the judges with like slightly different makeup and a different story. Well, personally for me, I have to say that I was disappointed in these looks before I noticed that the undergarments were showing. So take that, Michelle. I'm OG hating on this look. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have to say that I was quite disappointed because when they first came out, I was like, that's it. Like, are they babies or like what's going on here? Mm -hmm. There's definitely a broad range of reads. I'm sitting here thinking they're going to the spa um, Seth is thinking they're they're babies. <laughs> Girl, I don't know what was going on here. And I like Maxie, but this was just this was definitely the most disappointing i think are the mamas going to the pool is that what this is? I don't know, girl. Someone needs a swim lesson for sure. <laughs> yeah. Splish splash. Yes, girl. Next we have Arts and Crafts Simone. Kudos for the name. I did have a feeling that Michelle would not like this look. I thought it was good. You know, Art definitely paid more attention to herself. But um, the character, the partner, excuse me, was having a good time and seemed to enjoy the stage. Yeah, I thought this was fine. It wasn't my favorite. Michelle hated it, of course, because anytime (laughs) you have to use your imagination on anything on family resemblance, like that's a total like no go for Michelle. Um, yeah, but I did like the name and I also liked the fact like for craft Simone, like what a perfect, uh, name where you can actually just like paste things on and it's crafts. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, it's perfect <laughs> girl. Like I was getting a little bit of a, um, a throwback to La La Ree's. Thank uh, bad you. Dress here. I was going to say it. I was like, maybe same color is, palette, the same colors close. And then was this what Lala had in mind with the bag placement? 
it's quite possible. Um, my favorite part about this is just the judges reading the hell out of them, saying that there was no family resemblance, yet she was the first queen safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and you are safe. It's like, what? I was so pissed off. <laughs> I mean, I guess at the end, like... If you get the crown, you get the crown. But I would want to feel like I actually earned that shit. And sometimes the judging is just like willy-nilly giving passes. It's frustrating. It sure is, girl. Um, let's go ahead and talk about another outfit that got passes. Um, we have <laughs> we have Scarlet Adams and Sapphire Adams. Oh, I thought this was definitely safe. You, we know how Michelle feels about just a bodysuit and the but padding. But she made it. Well, fine. But she should have padded her partner more. I don't think she's padded. The partner? I don't think Scarlett's padded. I don't think Scarlett is, yeah. but that's her look. Like, I think they wanted more shape from the partner, and I can see that as well. I mean, it was... Scarlett just... probably didn't even bring prat- didn't even bring padding. You're probably right. I mean, it was definitely a bottom look. Like, I felt like Michelle was... Like, I think Michelle, like, kind of dragged her a little bit for it, but her, but I was just, like, nervous because Rue has been all about Scarlett Adams this season. So I was happy that she actually put her in the bottom because this was not, like, a top look at all. But she was, like, expecting, like, extra credit because she actually made the outfit. And it's like, maybe you should have just spent that time, like, just, like, working on outfits you had already that look good. Yeah, I mean, A for effort. I mean, I can't sit there and sew that shit, but, I mean, it's drag racist. Girl. Um, all right, moving on. We have Karen from Finance and Deborah from Reception. I don't know who Deborah <laughs> is because it looks like Karen just shit this person out. <laughs> it's like doppelgangers, girl. It was like two scary sherry pies. If we're going for a twinning challenge, this is definitely it, minus the frames. I know. Yeah. That's what drives me nuts. It's like, like, what is family resemblance? Like, that doesn't mean we wear the same fucking clothes all right. the time. Right. But I don't know. Like, this is fine. Like, Karen from finance is going to Karen from finance. So <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Judging's going to judge. Girl, this was my other favorite one where they were like, oh, my God, you just had the exact copy of it. And you didn't really like. I mean, it's not really the family resemblance, but I mean, you just did the exact cop. You're safe. Yeah. They like really like, um, I feel like they want to like lean in their heads. It has to be like them leaning on the queen's body of work or something that lets them manifest these passes that they just throw out. Yeah, this was like the really frustrating episode to watch as a fan because like the the whole build up at the beginning of the episode is that oh, it's going to be Electra Shock versus Scarlet Adams. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like and then now they're like, "Oh, these outfits are like horrible and like they're not family resemblance at all. You're safe." And then now we're going to shit on Electra's look, which is actually really good. <laughs> right. We should probably pull um if I had enough time I'd probably pull audio clips of Michelle Visage talking about family resemblance on a Whatcha Packin' just to kind of see what she said compared to the latest episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably just going to be all over the place, to be honest. Like, Yeah. No lie, for real. Lots of hypocritical opinions. <laughs> yeah, it would definitely just be for mess. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Um, so... 
Kidamine does win the challenge, which I agree with and I'm very happy about. She's finally got her first maxi challenge win. Good job, Queen. And that was one piece of the story that I caught on early. It was like, you know what? Maybe um, Kidamine's going to win this this week. And I'm so happy that that's how it went. Yeah, the edit was totally like Kidamine's going to win this. Or at episode. least she's like going for it. And she was going <laughs> to like bottom out. It's like, there's no way this bitch is bottoming out yet. Yeah, no way. Um... So the bottom two are Maxi and Scarlet. I don't know. Do we agree with this? I I agree with Maxi. I agree with it. I mean, I think Scarlet should have been in the bottom. Like, I don't know. Maybe make a case for like Scarlet or for Art Simone being in the bottom. But that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Is I would maybe pick Art Simone to be in the bottom over um, Scarlet because Scarlet's looks were not bad just basic whereas um with with uh art they were like you there's no family resemblance here and see that's the confusing part as a viewer and even you hear on recent seasons the queens talking about how confusing the judging is themselves on the show as it's airing because we don't know what they're looking for i could the way i thought it was going to go down was a lecture was going to be safe and then the bottom three would be art maxi and scarlet I fully thought that they would just kind of scare Art and leave Maxi and Scarlet in the bottom. And I did also, part of me did think that, you know, this was the show's opportunity to shake up Scarlet after last week, but we knew that she wasn't going to send her home. I think it's right. I think it's just the rigory of it all. Like it's at, all rigory. at this point, like we know that Art Simone was brought back for a reason. So like she's not, because she was white. Yeah, so she's not going to get put in the bottom, basically, for anything. It's like the candy... Yeah. Excuse me. It's kind of like the Candy Muse thing, right? Like, we've already saved Candy Muse, so now she's just here for the season. Yeah. Top three, here we come. That's right. And we can nitpick these looks the way these judges do all day. Um, Get into it. Oh, where's the family resemblance? Um, One of you is wearing red. One of you is wearing blue. Oh, where's the family resemblance? One of you is wearing (laughs) flip-flops, and the other one's wearing a bow. Like, we can do this about all the queens, Michelle. It's just odd who they decide to, you know, give the passes to. Yeah. I feel like in the in the maxi challenge, Michelle's partner would be like a fox. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. No, Michelle's partner would be a skunk. <laughs> I mean, like, because they both have, they both smell bad and have bad attitudes oh, no. on the family <laughs> resemblance. <laughs> I do keep saying with Art Simone, though, just to go back to her. I am kind of like, where are the looks, girl? Because she kept telling us all season she definitely has the best looks of the season. I'm still like waiting. Uh, so it's like, where are, where are, where the, are looks? the looks? Where, where are, are the, the looks, looks? girl? Stony is flame on this episode. I'm still waiting, okay? I'm getting, I need to, I've been waiting so long. I need to put some more lotion on over here. Yeah, I got dry hands for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We, 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 as always, we don't mean to be too hateful. It's just, I feel like we can all collectively agree this is like not the best season of Drag Race. And it's just like, as a viewer, it's like very frustrating to get through. And it's just <laughs> a TV we do show. Watch. It's just a TV show. So, you know, we can fully make these comments yeah. realizing and, and that. It, 
And it's not the queen's fault. I just want to reiterate that too. Like these are good queens. Like it's just the way that the stories are happening and like everything like that. It's just like so frustrating. Right. We're being, we're responding to what we're being given. So if a queen is like, oh yeah, bitch, I'm the best. Like, of course we're going to be looking for it. It's our job. It's why you're listening. She's only the best. (laughs) She's better than all the rest. I don't know. I, where are the looks, girl? Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe next time. <laughs> I feel like I've been saying that every episode this season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on before we get too hateful. Um, so at the end of this lip sync, Scarlet stays, which means Maxi Shield must sashay away. Uh, I mean, I expected it for sure. I don't think RuPaul wants to see Scarlett leave anytime soon. Um, I would have liked to see more from Maxie. I was just starting to like get into Maxie a little bit. So maybe on yeah. an All-Stars or something, or maybe post-Drag Race, we'll see them some more. Yeah, I feel like Maxie's like the most underrated. Like, I think they they just didn't give her like a good story mm-hmm. in the editing, which is kind of a bummer. Like, cause, I mean, you can even tell RuPaul is like, uh fat old queen you're you're eliminated right yeah i agree i think i definitely feel like we could have seen more from um maxi yes girl all right you all we made it to another uh end of an episode of rupaul's drag race down under (laughs) oh what happened did i skip you no you cut out a little bit no it like froze Oh, okay. Well, I think that's our sign to end the show. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we've arrived at the end of the another week at Thanks for Coming, the Most Magical Geek podcast. We'll be back, of course, next week with another episode of uh, Drag Race Down Under. Um, we are slowly approaching All Star Six, so get ready for that. And um, of course, we're enjoying Drag Race España. Of course, you can tweet us about that. And uh, make sure to go ahead and like and leave reviews. And if you want to tip us for our entertaining show, you're more than welcome <laughs> to do so on Venmo at TFC Pod or on Cash App at Dollar Sign TFC Pod, whichever is your <laughs> method of payment, a preferred preferred payment. Yeah. Yes. Get it, Queen. Let them know. Um, also, thank you in advance for your patience. I have been receiving some notes from people kind of looking to join the all-star six um fantasy league i'm i'm doing research on that right now listeners it's um putting it together shouldn't be terrible i just want to make sure if we do something like that it's actually going to function properly so i'm not making any promises but i am looking into putting something together where you can pick your queens following our rubric and maybe giving you like a simple submission that you could submit every week and you can see your points kind of populate on a chart that you can view only. Yes, girl. So we'll keep you in touch about a fantasy league for all star six. We're not ruling it out. We're just trying to figure out a way to make it work. That does not make more work for us as you know, and we said in our last week's episode where we're trying to make sure that we are not overwhelming ourselves. So we're working on it. We, of course, want you to be involved. It's just like the actual work and logistics of it we're working out. Yes, yes, yes. Keep tweeting us, though. That's a lot of fun. Yes, Mama. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, throw it to the end. Uh, We'll be back next week and can't wait to see you, pretty, pretties. 
thin or, or something. I don't know. I need a drink, girl. <laughs> Until next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye.